In the blink of an eye, it can make time evaporate. I can't hold it! She's gonna blow! Now, from the producers of Standard Time, comes a motion picture experience that will propel you into the future in the blink of an eye. Daylight Saving Time, the movie! This time zone's not gonna hold! Everybody get out! Mayday! Daylight Saving Time, the movie, introduces you to an altered universe where you'll stand in awe at the way everything has changed. The sun is rising, but it's much later. What was once five is, is six. What was once six is seven. And just below the surface, something more sinister awaits. Oh no! to reset each one by hand! Daylight Saving Time, the movie. It's what happens when mankind fools with Mother Nature. Daylight Saving Time, the movie opens nationwide Sunday at 2 a.m. You found the place for trans substantiation. The Brit Summer Show. Happy March, everybody! We'll be coming down Fifth Avenue upon St. Patty's Day. A great day for the Irish all across the USA. But Pigora, what is this I hear? This cry and ballyhoo. There's a bunch of queers again this year who say that Irish too. Oh, God loves the Irish, unless of course you're gay. If you are, you won't be marching upon St. Patty's Day. You can be a bum, a bucket of scum, sure, and that's okay. But you can't be Irish if you're gay. The order of Hibernians, those eminences grey, have delivered this pronouncement upon the blessed day. Sure, a little bit of heaven fell and nestled in the sea. But you're going straight to hell for homosexuality. Oh, God loves the Irish, unless of course you're gay. That was their pronouncement as the pipes begin to play. You can be a con, a mafia, Don. God loves you anyway. But you can't be Irish if you're gay. No. O L E S B I A N and S spells lesbians. Choose another women for to mate with. Devil a man can never get a date with. L E S B I A N and S we say. It's a shame that these dames want to come out and march with us lesbians. No way. Just ask Cardinal O'Connor. He's sure to set you straight. It's boils like the Kennedys that made this country great. We don't allow no Peter Pan, the wedding of the green. And when we say up the Irish, boys, that isn't what we mean. No. Oh, God loves the Irish as long as men are men. Except perhaps the leprechauns, we've never been sure of them. You can be stinking drunk and hurling chunks, we'll laugh it all away. But you can't be Irish if you're gay. gay. No, you can't be Irish if you're gay. gay. Don't even try being Irish if you're gay. Happy St. Paddy's Day to all my listeners in Ireland, if they're still listening after that. But you're listening to The Brit Summer Show on 95.3, 96.9, 103.9, 1470 WWNN, broadcasting live from a state being governed by a mini-Trump lickspittle. Um, before I get started on the show, a memo to everyone in the media. This goes out to you, all of you out there, every one of you, MSNBC, CBS, CNN, including print. Washington Post, New York Times, whoever's out there reporting on the news, here's a memo that you should know by now. Donald Trump is no longer the president of the United States. Okay, I don't know why all the pundits out there, all the news host commentator models that are out there, they still say President Trump. Now, if you want to continue validating the big lie go ahead keep calling him president trump we have a new president news media you should know this by now his name is joe biden president joe biden you don't have to refer to trump as the president anymore i can't stand it and i'm hearing it all the time 
okay, maybe it's a slip. I can understand that. Occasionally you make a mistake. You know, your tongue gets tied. You get into the weeds. But he ain't the president no mo. He never should have been in the first place. That uh, empty vessel of a scam artist who accomplished nothing in his life outside of spending his dad-dad's money. So please stop. Stop. Enough already. Stop with the President Trump. You know, I remember towards the end of the, the Bush administration in 2008, even before the election, uh, but especially when uh, Obama won, the press immediately started referring to President Bush as Mr. Bush. I have not once heard anybody across the entire the, 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 these grizzled professional journalists, not one of them have I heard yet say Mr. Trump. It's always President Trump, President or former President Trump. Don't you know what you're doing? Anyway, I wanted to get that off my ample chest because the big issue of the day right now is uh, Andrew Cuomo, who is guilty of being a Gavon. a gobble. I got a couple of problems with this, and I am a cynical Democrat. I don't believe things wholesale, and I don't believe in Al Frankening anybody until all the facts are in. Okay, we have three women, and one in particular, Charlotte Bennett, who was interviewed by Nora O'Donnell. I'm certain you've all seen that interview. A couple of questions about that. After he awkwardly hit on her, and she said no, uh, what did he do? He walked away. <laughs> Listen, take it from me. Pre-COVID, I used to get hit on all the time. I don't now because I'm wearing a mask and I, I dress dowdy. But prior to that, uh, the intersection, waiting at a red light, the gas station, the grocery store, uh, online, uh, I got hit on all the time. And you, a, a woman has two choices. One is to say yes, and the other is to say no. She said no, and he walked away. Yeah, she's like uh, a quarter of his age. But, at least from uh, what I understand, they were at a party. It wasn't at a workplace. And he is a older, single guy. He's single. He's not even married. There's really no scandal about it. What, is, what do middle-aged men, especially Italian men, what do they do when they're single and they're horny? They try to hit on women, and I don't, I still don't see a crime in that. Now, in the workplace, different story. Then that's inappropriate behavior. Then okay. But at a party, on his time off, if he wants to hit on a girl, ask her out, or whatever it is, okay, yeah, she was very young, he should uh, <laughs> raise the minimum age a little bit. Oh, was she, 25? And he's 155? It happens all the time. It's just part of life. A single man is going to ask a girl out in the workplace. No, prohibited. No. He hit on her. She said no. And he walked away. Okay, so let's get rid of him and clear the path for the next gubernatorial election in New York, which, by the way, has two Republican hopefuls. And guess who they are? And if you step back from this and you really take a good hard look, it makes you wonder even more because uh, all of a sudden, you've got multiple accusations all at once. The next Republican candidate hopefuls are, <laughs> and this should explain a lot, Elise Stefanik, sound familiar? And Lee Zeldin, both hardcore Trump lickspittle. Trumplicans, Trump suckers, Trump golden idol worshippers. Yes, they are going to run for governor of New York in, uh, what, what, next year. They're going to get the full support of the GOP. And not to mention, even in New York, they have the full power of the communications infrastructure in place to help them win. So... Let's just forsake any Democratic leadership we have and make way for Republicans to move in. You know something? What he did was wrong. 
He can be censured or whatever it is. But we're going to need him in office, and he's going to need the support of New Yorkers because what you're going to get is, I don't know, worse, a lot worse. Now, the lieutenant governor there, she seems okay. In that case, if he is forced to step down, I'm certain she'll be fine as governor. But then she's going to have to run against these Trumplicants, which uh, it's New York. So if they're endorsed by Trump, they'll lose. Now, by no means am I saying that any of these women don't have a legitimate complaint. Maybe they're right. That's what he did. But when you take a look at the Republican candidates that want to take over the governorship of New York, <sighs> we got to play this one smart, okay? The Democratic Party is holding on to leadership by a thread, by a little fingernail, and we can't afford to eat each other like we're being accused of by QAnon. We can't afford to go after each other right now. Not now, not yet. Not now. There, there's going to be an election in New York for a new governor. There you go. Right now, we can't afford this as a political party at all. And yeah, he apologized and he said, my father used to do that all the time. Well, perhaps so, but Mario was charming. At least he was charming about it. Andrew, not even close to that. Now, if this uh, Charlotte Bennett, who did that uh, Nora O'Donnell interview, if what, if what she says is true, coupled with the, uh, with the uh, old age homes, well, I'm, I'm afraid Cuomo, he's toast. But like I was saying, should he step down, their lieutenant governor, former congresswoman Kathy Hochul, will do a fine job. I'm just really concerned about the uh, Republican Neanderthal Trump lickspittle that are planning to run next year. I mean, had none of this happened for Cuomo, this would have been a slam dunk win all over. Uh, and Kathy Hochul, I'm sure, is a very capable candidate for the governor of New York. But all we can really do about it is keep our legs crossed. But one thing Nora O'Donnell didn't ask her during the interview was, if he was uh, touching your face, or well, I'm not even sure it was her, whoever's face he was touching, why did, it's New York. Why didn't she slap him back? Is this girl from New York? Well, maybe she was intimidated because she's young, but uh, this is how you say good morning in New York. How do you say good morning in New York? Fuck you. There you go. Take it from uh, New York Mayor Ed Koch. <laughs> uh, you're telling me that suddenly everybody's overly sensitive in a place that where it's just commonplace to go tell somebody to fuck off. Really? I mean, they sell t-shirts there in the souvenir shops that say, quote, go fuck yourself. Welcome to New York. I stick motherfucking provolone in my socks at night so they smell like your sister's crotch in the morning. You know what? Who gives a fuck? You know what? Fuck everybody. That's New York. And I'm like, all this thin skin. Okay, yeah, I'm certain he did make those remarks. And after we went through for the last four years, really? Don't we have more important things to be worried about? Be good Catholic for 15 fucking minutes. Is that so much to ask? You know what? Fuck him. You're not a real New Yorker until you curse somebody the fuck out. You're not a real New Yorker until you got mugged. You're not a real New Yorker until you can live in your car for five months because you're dedicated to live here. You're not a real New Yorker until you eat a dirty water dog while drunk at 4 a.m. You're not a real New Yorker until you accidentally step on a mouse in Chinatown. Until your coworker kicks a rat onto your foot. You're not a real New Yorker unless you know the exact train car to get in to get out at the exit first. Until you're completely unfazed when you see Jake Gyllenhaal eating a bagel off the floor of the subway. You're not a real New Yorker until you've seen somebody pee in the subway. Until you've seen somebody masturbating on the subway platform and it was a normal thing for you. Until you see a man take out his penis and masturbate on the subway. You encounter somebody flossing in the elevator or clipping their toenails on the subway. You're not a real New Yorker until you've dealt with frozen puddles of vomit in the winter. It's like, you gotta know how to complain about, like, bullshit. You're not a real New Yorker until you get hit by a cab. That makes you a real New Yorker. Bellevue Emergency Room at 3 a.m. Until you've seen somebody poop. Unless you get 
what we call sidewalk rage with the Taurus. Stop texting! You're not a real New Yorker until you've climbed your fire escape because you locked yourself out of your apartment. Or until you get into a screaming argument with a senior citizen. Can I just say that real New Yorkers don't think about this kind of stuff. They just know they're a real New Yorker and they don't give a crap about anybody else. Here's Ricardo Montalban and the Chrysler New Yorker. This luxurious automobile has always delivered the performance you'd expect from a New Yorker. And now Chrysler introduces an onboard microprocessor which even speaks to you just like a New Yorker. Hey, moron, you want to put on your seatbelt or would you rather eat the steering wheel, eh? Ah, yes, this is truly a New Yorker. Genius, you left your headlights on. Jeez, are you one dumb jerk, you know that? And for the most dangerous city in the world, a security system second to none. Okay, bagel brains, you want to lock the doors? Or should we just put up a sign in the window that says, rip me off? Yes, the Chrysler New Yorker. If you can find a better luxury car, buy it. Ah, uh, buy this, dipstick. I got your luxury right here. And another thing, you stunk on Fantasy Island. Fuck Giuliani. Whatever happened to Dinkins? I miss Koch. Koch was an asshole. Fuck you. I don't know. I don't know. We got a governor here that couldn't lick Andrew Cuomo's shoes. This governor here is garbage. I wish we had him here. Even with all the problems. Andrew Gillum lost by about a fraction of a half of a vote thanks to the villages. And uh, he has since, well, he's better now, but he had a nervous breakdown. He had uh, male hookers. He was found naked in the room and all this with the cocaine and all this. Because after the election, the right wing kept pounding him and going after him and attacking him after he lost the election for months. It has to get to you. Wouldn't you agree? Wouldn't it drive you crazy? And that's what happened to him. He just lost it. And, you know, I would take him with the drugs, with the gay orgies and everything else, he would still be a superior governor of this state of Florida as opposed to running on death sentence. That fat little turtle. You know, it's an interesting thing about running on death sentence. The uh, political cartoonists, I'm, I'm a little disappointed in them. I don't know if you've noticed, uh, I did. Whenever there's a caricature of him, it looks... Nothing like, they, they can't draw a caricature of a Ronanon death sentence for some reason. And these are talented political cartoonists, and I don't get it. How come they can't get his image right? It's very simple. He has no chin. Uh, what you do is you take a picture of Dorothy Kilgallen, and you put it alongside uh, Ronanon, and, uh, and there you go. <laughs> he, he is a chinless wonder. Yeah, he is a slack-jawed hillbilly with an Italian name. Go figure. There were, uh, like I said, there were DeSantis's in my family, <clears throat> extended family, cousins, aunts and uncles. Yeah, Rosie and Don DeSantis, spelt the same way too. Difference was, <laughs> they were from the Bronx. They really were from New York. I don't know where this guy got the name from. He sure as hell don't look Italian to me or act Italian. He acts like, uh, like a lickspittle hillbilly. How come we don't have any uh, accusations against him? You know why? Because even if there were, they have a right-wing media in place to take care of the sweep that all away, take care of all of those problems, and they just magically go away. Democrats don't have such an apparatus. No. No. In fact, we pile on each other like, yeah, yeah, let's Al Franken him. We'll do the Al Franken thing to him. Al Franken, who made a stupid uh, photograph, and I don't want to mention Kirsten Gillibrand, who I'm certain never heard one Howard Stern show, but that's what that picture was about. What was her name? Uh, uh, Leanne Tweeden, the Budweiser Jiggle Girl, and former Playboy Playmate. Apparently, Kirsten Gillibrand didn't uh, take uh, the time to uh, Google pick Leanne Tweeden to see her uh, nude photos, uh, her jiggling around, uh, her flashing her boobs. Uh, it, it, all Al Franken was doing, uh, and it wasn't funny, but he was trying to muscle in on an act. That's what that was about. 
She was a jiggle girl on the Howard Stern show while Al Franken had a radio show, both across town from each other. Uh, Al Franken was well aware of what Howard Stern was doing, and this jiggle girl would come in there and show Howard her ass crack and all that, and showed her, her, her teats and all this. It was shticklock. That's what she did on the Howard Stern show. Well, she just so happened to be on the USO tour with Al Franken on the plane, and he made a motion over her breasts with her hands because that was the gag on the Howard Stern show. And there's Kristen Gillibrand. This is disgusting. He must resign. <laughs> you don't know the situation. You took everything out of context and you wouldn't know anything about broadcasting entertainment if it bit you in the... Uh, oh, sorry. I can't say ass. You'll get upset. He was playing along with what she was doing. Her act was to be objectified. That was her act. Now she's all right wing. She's got the Heritage Foundation money behind her, and she's a very respected anchor woman out in Los Angeles. But actually, she was just a jiggle girl on the Howard Stern show. And if you don't believe me, there's YouTubes out there with her going in there, flashing her ass, flashing her boobs. And, and so what did Al Franken do? He was just playing along, and he had to give up his seat for that. But that's where that all came out. And and boy, do we miss... Uh, Al Franken had the, I would say, one of the worst radio shows I've ever heard in my life. But boy, was he a great senator. He turned out to be one of the best senators this party ever had. And I guess that's why he had to go, huh? Yeah. So, and I know, Cuomo's not without his problems. And he is a prick. And he has a reputation and all that. So let the investigation proceed, which is a hell of a lot more than the Democrats afforded Al Franken. And let the chips fall where they may. But this this hypersensitivity, I mean, is he a Harvey Weinstein? No. Is he a Bill Cosby? No. Is he a Matt Lauer? No. Is he a Charlie Rose? No. Is he a Roger Ailes? No. No, but the Democrats are piling up on him to make him seem that way. Was his behavior inappropriate? Yes. Did he act like an asshole? Yes. Should he be investigated? Yes. But aside from that, he's just a guido. She talks to guys with lousy diction. Hey, uh, honeys, can I buy you a drink? Vinny Guido Joey D. Joey D, that's uh, me, yeah. He asked her, do you come here often? What's a babe like you doing in a balls-up joint like this? Can I get you a drink on me? Hey, yeah, don't mind uh, the sore on my lip. It's temporary, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, don't go away. You know, you're beautiful babe. I like that fishnet skirt. That's beautiful. You remind me of my mother. Bloodshot eyes, he got to pee now. Be right back, sweetie. He's just gonna drain the dragon. Where's his chinos way too tight? Oh, yeah. But don't I look good? Breaks out a wad of 50s when the check comes. Yeah, I'm in the union. Then expects her to spend the night. What do you mean, no? What do you mean? Yes, she talks to Guido. Come on, honey. They all wear fancy gold chains. Come on, sweetie, I'll show you a good time. Oh, yeah, she talks to Guido. Come on, baby. All looks and no brains. What do you mean, no brains? Who said that? Yes, she talks to Guido. Come here. Let's fight. But she's wise to get games. Hey, where are you? Oh, yeah, she talks to Guido. The first portion of the Brit Summer Show has concluded. Please stay tuned to the second half. And for everybody listening on the terrestrial airwaves, I urge you to stay tuned online or keep checking with the WWNN schedule and you may find the entire show somewhere floating around at like maybe 3.15 in the morning sometime. So I'll see you on the other side. And to everybody on the ground, thanks for tuning in. I'll be here again next week, I think. Oh, by the way, programming note. One of these weeks in March, and I do not know which one, if this show's not on, it's because I'm visiting my mother in Orlando. 
And I just don't know which week. Probably it's towards the end of the month. So don't mark it down on your calendar because I don't know what to mark down. But for all intents and purposes, I'll see you here again next week on 95.3, 96.9, 103.9, 1470 WWNN. This is the WWN Network. WWNN. Feeding South Florida. It's Florida's leading domestic hunger relief organization. Feeding South Florida has hosted over 250 drive through food distributions. Feeding South Florida has partnered with Amazon.com to deliver meal boxes to homebound older adults in Palm Beach, Broward, and Miami-Dade counties. If you're able to, please donate today at FeedingSouthFlorida.org. And thank you for your support. That's FeedingSouthFlorida.org. And now, Well, once again, corporate has soiled our childhood memories by diminishing our top 40 playlist, this time with the Foundations, an integrated British band, but I'm not going to play the whole thing. No, I don't want to play the whole thing because uh, I got sick and damn tired of hearing this song many years ago. I've heard it enough. Thank you. Uh, I'm just playing it because it's all part of the uh, Brit Summers College of Musical Knowledge. Yeah, uh, you can hear this song in its entirety. If you just walk into a Walgreens, you'll hear it. It's been played millions and billions and jillions of times. And it was a minor hit. It wasn't a big hit in 1968. Of course, all the great music that came out that year. It wasn't that easy to be a chart topper. And it was a minor hit. It wasn't a big hit in 1969. And for the first several hundred times, it's not a bad song. Just just sick of it. And now as a a cost-saving measure, Geico is just paying the royalties on this rather than having a jingle made. But maybe they're going to move away from the handicapped man on a motorcycle. But actually, this is the second hit for the Foundations. It was a follow-up to their first hit, which I personally liked a lot better. And in all likelihood, it's probably uh, one of the Foundations hits that you haven't thought about in a while. hits of the foundations on the Brit Summer Show. And, and you know something? Back when I had a career doing comedy bit, I used to take the obscurities because everybody else did the top tens. I've always preferred doing stuff that uh, you rarely heard. And there was a band called 
Bill Deal and the Rondells back in the late 60s. And they sounded a lot like the Foundations, but they weren't from England. Again, another integrated band. But they weren't the first. I think the first integrated band, well, it wasn't a band. It was more or less a vocal group, but the Dell Vikings, that, that was the first integrated, I guess, top 40 musical group. But Bill Deal and the Rondells, it's kind of interesting because they did have a pretty big hit, and you may recognize it. sound a little familiar to you because it was one of my most played bits back in the Neil Rogers days. My version of it was regarding the Atkins diet, which was low carbs and an induced gastro problem. So I'm going to play like a condensed version and I'm going to go into the bit you probably already heard on this show because I played it several times, only because I did such a goddamn good job on it. Uh, you know, I, when I say that, I'm talking about the music bed, too. Back when I used to actually perform my own music. And I don't do that anymore because I'm so depressed it burns. But this is one of the uh, comedy bits I was approached at. I didn't know that was a real song. I, it was a real song. I got the square, 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 square. Listening to the Brit Summer Show on iTunes, Skyhawk Radio, FYINation.com, TuneIn, Patreon, and Stitcher changed their uh, platform a little bit. I've got to go in there and uh, tune things up, but it's still on there. Uh, they did new things, and I just haven't had a chance to check it out. Oh, and SoFlo Channel, of course, which this show is on uh, heavy rotation on there. So, yeah, I'm all over the place and in your face, the Brit Summer Show. And evidently it's paying off because I'm getting a lot of new listeners all, or as Ann Bishop would say, all the time. And of course, this is a listener-supported program. <laughs> I love when they say that. It's either show or program. This is a listener-supported program. <laughs> or a listener-supported show. Your choice. <laughs> I guess program has more gravitas, I guess. Um the support and the help that I've been getting with this show. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. And of course, I express my deepest gratitude to the primary underwriter of this show, Ernie. Thank you, baby. Thank you, baby. Oh! So, Greg Abbott in the great state of Texas. Hey, Abbott! 
Here he comes, Hot Wheels Abbotties. He's rolling along right there. <laughs> Am I being mean to him? Am I being mean to a sociopathic moron? Yes. One right after the other. Him, Mrs. Pissy, and of course, of course, Ron and on lick spittle death sentence. They all fell in line, and they don't, and they would like nothing more than for the COVID death number to rise, because that's what that party's all about now. It's a death party. They have normalized death. They don't care who lives or who dies. They're like their cousins, ISIS. Or the Taliban. Oh, they love the Taliban. Why? Because they do not value human life. But Texas? I don't know who's worse. Well, naturally, Mississippi's the worst. Bunch of buck-toothed hillbillies there. But Texas, you got Dallas, you got Austin, you got some really sophisticated cities. I don't get it. Now, all right, I'll, I'll hear the argument. Well, you know, it's been gerrymandered to favor the Republicans. Well, when are the Republicans going to get a clue? Uh, this is the part I don't understand. You mean to say every single Republican is totally in lockstep there? Even after they've seen what kind of a super douchebag Ted Cruz is? Not just running away from people dying, freezing to death, but then coming back and joking about it, doing shtiklach. But it wasn't uh, funny. And they'll still they'll, they'll put him in office again. You know what, Texas? You had your chance with Beto. So instead of going with Robert, you went with Raphael. You had your chance, and you blew it. So, now you just, it's not going to happen now because the, the weather's are warming up, but if you freeze to death again. And another thing, this thing about the windmills, yeah, it's less than 10% of the entire state, the power. It, nobody talked about the nuclear power plants that were shut down and were inoperable because of it was too cold. Nobody talked about the gas power plants that were shut down and were just as inoperable because of the cold weather. But here's the thing about the windmills. If you drive your car 100 or 200,000 miles and don't change the oil, your engine will blow up. And when that happens, if you're a Republican, you can naturally just blame it on AOC. Well, they've got that dipshit for a governor. And what do we got here? I mean, with everything about Cuomo, uh, <laughs> this douchebag death sentence is now under investigation by the FBI. Why? Well, he is currently he's still doing it. He is selling the vaccine to preferred donors. So he's politicizing the vaccine, you know, as his Messiah would do, uh, by accepting donations in return for uh, inoculation. Okay, maybe this will take him down. That's the good news. The bad news is our lieutenant governor is even worse. So th there's no escaping this place. There was a movie called e Escape from New York, which wasn't all that bad. But they should make a sequel called Escape from Florida. Oh, man. This guy's dirty. This guy's crooked. This guy belongs in jail. It is a disaster down here. I mean, yeah, you've heard by now, even if you don't live here, our chain of supermarkets, which are in every corner and up your ass and in your trunk, everywhere you look is a Publix and that's where they're going to be distributing the vaccine. They're just, and they just got the, you know, have to use these uh, deep freeze cooling units. Well, just this week, they got them installed. <laughs> they're really jumping on it there. And their uh, appointments only, that part makes sense, but it's all screwed up. This is Florida. We do nothing right. Nobody takes the time. The only person in Florida who took the time to have accurate information disseminated to the public got fired by our governor with her uh, coronavirus website. She was doing everything she could to get the truth out, and that's the one thing that DeSantis did not want done. Oh, and speaking of uh, Cuomo with the uh, elderly care facilities, well... Our governor went a step further. It wasn't just fudging the numbers on elderly care facilities. He was fudging the numbers on everybody across the board. Well, given all that, I'll, I'll, I'll still take Cuomo down here. Hey, listen, if Cuomo has to step down, uh, we can have a nice place set up for him down here. 
and he and, his, and he can hit on women his own age. <laughs> or he could come down to Miami, Andrew. There's there's uh, Russian hookers by the dozens down in Miami Beach. And now it's time for language lesson of the day. Repeat after me. Esta noche estaba muy borracho y ahora estoy casado a una prostituta. Which means last night I was very drunk and now I'm married to a hooker. Hasta Winnebago. It's Brit Summers at the Brit Summers Show. I know I look down Can't move my face Only a frown I am just Wasted and plowed I am just Based out and down Out cold on the street Please bring me around I'm wasted and plowed It's hard to believe Not a thing in my mind Face is just blank all of the time. I am just wasted and plowed. I am just spaced out and down. You could call me. Guy, I'm just spaced out and fried. Yeah, you're still listening to the Brit Summer Show. You know who's back in the news? Dinesh D'Souza again. Wasn't he in jail? Why didn't he just stay there? Dinesh D'Souza, who is a minority person who trashes and hates and wants to eliminate all minorities. He is perfect for a Republican Party because he is a sociopathically insane moron. But they think he's smart. Like they thought Don Trump was smart because he's got a New York accent. He speaks New Yorkese. <laughs> well, you know, many years ago, Dinesh D'Souza was part of a language learning program and happened to have the audio right here. Language tape number six. The convenience store. Follow along and repeat. Convenience store manager. Hello, may I be to helping you, please? Repeat. Hello, may I be to helping you, please? Customer. Yes, I would like a pack of Parliament lights. Convenience store manager. You want to have Parliament light? Repeat. You want to have Parliament light? Customer. Yes, I would like a pack of Parliament lights. Convenience store manager. Uh, this a parliament light? Repeat. Is this a parliament light? Uh, uh, this one, parliament? Customer. No, neither one of those is the parliament light. Wait, uh, no, is it this one? No, or this? no, it's not that one. You want a parliament light? Yes, I want the parliament lights, please. Is it over here? No, the, par- the parliament light. This one? No, no, the par- no, can't you see? It's a- this Look, one right parliament light. No, 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 over this there one. by the dirty magazines. What? Can't you see? Listen, no. laundry head, it's the parliament now, turn this tape over for language tape number seven. Ordering Chinese food over the phone. Yeah, that was Dinesh D'Souza, not to be confused with John Philip Souza. You saw the picture. If you haven't, it's online. You've seen the picture of this guy, a middle-aged white bald cock, bowing and praying to the golden idol of Don Trump. It pretty much describes... The- <laughs> The mentality of the entire Republican Party. And I do mean entire, if you saw that CPAC thing. They're just Gonsville, man. They're just, it's not a political party anymore. 
And just to comment a little further on it, yeah, I, I didn't watch it, but uh, from the, the excerpts I saw, it was his greatest hits. He he didn't say anything other than the usual lies he, he, he did. And it was to hear his voice. His voice is nauseating. And with all the Big Macs that, that he pops like vitamins, how's he still standing? How's he alive? An old, fat, orange man like that. Yeah, I know he had the COVID and he got the vaccine and didn't tell nobody, a douchebag, and his hooker wife. But how is he alive besides that? How, how, how does he survive? It's like a, a 100% cholesterol diet. And Oh, oh that reminds me. There is a, uh, I want to get, I, I'm getting off track. You know why? Because I want to. There is a uh, show, it's on Discovery Channel. And, and it's difficult to find because they run it at all kinds of weird hours. The only way I, I can watch it is through TiVo because you can automatically, rec- it automatically finds it and it records it for you. But it's not on any regular schedule or anything. It's called Mysteries of the Abandoned. And I just, <laughs> I really dig that show. It's, it's historical and educational at the same time. It, it, it shows you places you not, had never thought were invented yet. But there was a real heartbreaker for me. I was watching this uh, episode last week, and they showed in Buffalo, New York. They showed this uh, large white factory building that was abandoned, and they're they're going through it with their cameras and everything. It's a it used to be like this manufacturing plant, and uh, it was dilapidated. Of course, it looks like no one was in there for a hundred years. All the paint was peeling off the walls and. It was it was dark and dirty and all this and had the empty elevator shafts and machinery that was left abandoned in, in Buffalo. And the building's still there, by the way. So and they always save the uh, name of the place for last. So I'm watching this. I'm saying, well, what was this? And then they showed the sign up top with missing letters. And it was the Wonder Bread Factory. And I, and I felt terrible because... <laughs> When I was little in New York, they would give you the uh, little tiny wholesome bread uh, samples for the kids. They got these little baby loaves of bread. And, of course, they're also known for making Twinkies. And I remember back in, in, in when they closed that plant in 2004. And this place looked like it was abandoned in 1804. It's weird. I remember back then when it closed, it was a big outcry because... People thought, and I remember because Neil was on and George was there, it's like people were having a nervous breakdown because they wouldn't be able to get Twinkies anymore. Twinkies were going off the shelf. And I must have heard it wrong, but I thought at the time it was because of venture capitalism, like everything else. Uh, prime example would be Stella Doro, you know, the Stella Doro cookies in, in the Bronx. Family owned and operated for hundreds of years. And you can smell it every day. You can smell the fresh Anazette baked cookie. Oh, oh, I miss that. Well, that was venture capitalism. They were taken over and put right out of business, and then they shipped it to Mexico. Well, they just went out of business. That wasn't venture capitalism. Well, I just thought that was interesting. It made me cry. <laughs> Because they said on this that uh, the reason they went out of business is because it it was unhealthy. It had no nutrients in it at all, although they lied on the commercials, you know, build your body in 12 different ways. Yeah, it makes you fat. But it tasted so good. <laughs> it's like, I don't care. <laughs> it, was, it was fun to eat, like Twinkies. Although, as much as I love Twinkies, I haven't had one in years because I'm carefully watching my weight, and that's the last thing I need is to put a Twinkie in my puss. That didn't sound right. I'm feeling kind of hungry. What's for lunch? Come in, Daddy. I'm going to make you a sandwich. Very good nutrition. Vitamins and all. Help you build your muscles. To play basketball. Bread's away. 
Baby Wonder Bread. It's Boca Brit Summers from Florida to you. Why Amazon, Amazon, why their drivers don't know how to read an address. Two times in a row, I have ordered something from Amazon, and both times it was delivered across the street to my neighbor. And lucky for me, he's a nice person, and every time he gets a package that's intended for me, he brings it over. And uh, I hate to be a burden on the man, but I'm lucky he does that. I mean, it could be stolen. But for some reason, the Amazon driver can't get my address right. Uh, and because everybody's quarantining, uh, we're shopping online more often than we usually would. Uh, you happy I'm staying away from the politics? Hmm? Yeah, because uh, me too. But don't worry, I'll get back to it. I'm, I'll be forced to. When you buy something online, and this started with when eBay first went online, eBay was <clears throat> you bought something from somebody. It was like a, a garage sale. And it made sense then because it was just a privately a, a private person that you bought like, uh, I don't know, a, a, a widget from. And then they started the rating thing and the comment thing, which was... It made perfect sense with eBay when it first went on because these were private individuals selling goods. So if they got a good rating, a bad rating, whatever it was, okay, that's good. Now, fast forward to now, it's big corporations <laughs> and chi mainly Chinese corporations from China. And I made that mistake when I built this studio, getting the mic stand I'm using right here. I'll go boing boing for you. This mic stand here set me back for the total sum of $10. <laughs> so I couldn't resist it, but I didn't know better then. Now I look, where are they shipping this from? This thing came from China, probably Wuhan, for all I know. <laughs> and it took almost eight months for me to get this $10 item. So fun tip for the Brit Summers audience. If you're ordering something online, always look to see where they're shipping it from. If it's in the States, great. You can go ground in a week, you'll have it. But China, you're gonna be waiting you're gonna be sitting there waiting a long time. And there's dresses out uh, there's a dress thing there. Complete outfits for less than ten bucks. Uh, nice stuff. Uh it's China. So uh you better hope it's the right order the first time because you're gonna have to wait a damn long time before you get it. So not, not this child, not no mo. So when I order something online, I look where it's coming from. And if it's in the States, great. If it's in Canardadia, okay, that's that's fine. But but uh Europe, maybe. China, no. No. So what I'm driving at here is I had to order a vacuum belt. The vacuum belt broke, okay? Not a big deal. It was uh, cheap. I mean, a bag of 10, six bucks. Okay, how many times you expect it to break? But for $6, even I had that, thanks to the generosity of my listeners, I had $6 and one Cadillac. 
So I ordered this this belt. This was a few months ago. It came. It worked. It was the right part. Well, how many times have you got something online and it was broken or it was wrong and what you had to go through? It's uh, 90% of the time with me. But at any rate, the, this belt for $6 for the vacuum cleaner, it was fine. And that's good. Can you just walk away from that? No. No, you cannot. <laughs> Ever since then. Did you like it? I, this is what I get. Do you like it? And then you, you, you get these surveys, and you get these forms, and I want your life's biography, and you have to fill out the reasons why you like it. And then you have to uh, tell everybody what it felt like in your hand. They won't, and this is with everything you get online. Even, even Netflix. You watch something on there. Oh, you'll get an email saying, Do you like it? They won't leave you alone. It's not like... This is why I prefer just going to a store. You buy it, you go home, you're done. Now when you buy online, it's... Do you like it? Do you like it? Do you like it? Do you like it? All the time. And they won't leave you alone. And I even... I even This one, I even went back. Normally I don't because I don't believe if you pay for an item and, you, and it's delivered to you and you get it, you're fine. Thank you. Good night. No. They want to be your pal. They, they want to latch on to your life forever. So, this belt... <laughs> Do you like it? It's, it's making me regret ever buying it. Every day, two or three emails from the vacuum store. Oh, I recommend them highly. They'll live it on time. But and I'm, just, I'm not singling them out. Everybody does this. No matter what you buy, no matter who you buy it from, they all... It's always this. Do you like it? Do you like it? <laughs> it won't. They won't leave you alone. Do you like it? And yeah, if you, like I said, if you fill out what they want, they'll still send you more email asking. Do you like it? What does that mean? And how do they expect uh, customer loyalty out of that? Repeat business. I'll go to somewhere else. But why keep getting hammered by them? I get that from the car. I take my car. My. <laughs> 106,000 mile 15 year old car I take it to the dealer for the oil change because I like dealership fresh and it's not much uh oh boy do you like it when I get back do you like it and then you the one time I filled out the survey I, I did it I filled out the survey and then they sent me another one why do they have to make it work after you act uh, uh, why, why does this have to happen I don't understand a vacuum cleaner belt. Do you like it? Yes, yes, I like it. I like it, I like it. I'll have a funny feeling being here with you. Do you like it? And I like it more with every day. Do you like it? And I like it always hearing you say you're liking it too. You're liking it too. Do you like it? you like it? Can I go? Do you like it? <sighs> Soon it will be St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day! And I will drink more than I weigh. Yeah. The time for those leprechauns is getting near to drink Irish whiskey. I need a bottle of whiskey. And vats of green beer. <laughs> Me love beer. It's a high holiday. Irish, my friend, because on St. Patrick's Day, I'll be drunk again. Would you like a drink? On St. Patrick's Day, I'll be drunk again. Makes me want to puke. On St. Patrick's Day, I'll be drunk again. Drink pints, drink pints, and drink pints, drink this concludes another edition of the Brit Summer Show, and thanks for tuning in. Like I said earlier, one of these weeks, randomly, I will be schlepping up to the big O. That's my mother, well, and it's not COVID-related. It's a combination of things. It's Alzheimer's, it's uh, whatever it is. So uh, I must be present as often as I possibly can. I just don't know which week it's going to be. When I know, 
I will pass that information along to you. And that's it for this week. Until next time, this is Britt Summer saying, You know what? Who gives a fuck? You find the fun. Radiates around the Brit Summer Show.